Today in Space for Our Planet, Joseph Ashbacher, ESA Director General, tells us more about how the things we learn in space help us to take the pulse of our own planet. My name is uh, Joseph Aschbacher. I'm the Director General of the European Space Agency, ESA. ESA is an intergovernmental organization which was created in 1975 with uh, a mission to really shape the development of Europe's space capability and ensure that investments in space uh, delivers benefits uh, to the citizens of, uh, of Europe and world. ESA covers uh, a wide range of activities, is one of the few agencies which uh, does all space domains uh, from uh, earth observation, navigation, telecommunication, space science, all the way to astronauts and rockets. And therefore it has a very comprehensive uh, program of, of activities. We are an intergovernmental organization, uh, meaning that our member states are governing uh, the activities of ESA and therefore they are deciding, but also funding all the programs which ESA is conducting. So how is space helping to achieve sustainable development goals? There are different ways of doing it. Uh, first of all, we use all our space assets uh, to uh, implement uh, the goals of uh, the United Nations uh, SDG program, uh, which means that we really use our satellites uh, to monitor uh, the various SDGs and provide crucial information which is required uh, for the SDG implementation. There are a number of uh, targets and indicators in the SDGs, uh, which uh, can uh, be measured, or some of them can be measured from satellites. I take, uh, as an example, poverty or quality of water or food uh, security, where uh, we really can use our satellites to monitor, uh, for example, on the case of agriculture and food security, uh, we can monitor how much uh, uh, crops are produced uh, using Earth observation satellites, but also in combination with uh, telecommunications, uh, with navigation, uh, with other satellite-based infrastructure, we can make sure and help uh, the poor uh, uh, population to get access to food and at least have uh, accurate knowledge of uh, how much food is being uh, produced. Of course, many of the parameters uh, linked to SDGs have also a climate uh, relevance. And again, uh, we measure many parameters of climate uh, with our satellites uh, from space. In fact, we say that we take the pulse of our planet from space with our satellites and uh, we monitor different climate parameters. This includes, for example, sea level rise, sea surface temperature, uh, greenhouse gas concentrations, melting of ice caps, uh, deforestation of the Amazon forest uh, uh, and other parameters that are linked to climate. In fact, it is fair to say that without satellites, uh, the climate uh, scientists could not have made predictions of our global change, our climate change on our planet, because the satellites are providing the essential information for science to establish their uh, knowledge on climate change. We have, uh, of course, uh, an integration of our space technologies. Uh, we have also a program called uh, Integrated uh, Applications. Uh, which is combining uh, data from Earth observation, uh, satellite communication and navigation uh, satellites and really integrating this information with uh, ground-based measurements to better understand uh, the 
the way how our planet is changing, but also to provide information for sustainable development. Let me take the example of uh, traffic uh, and, and industry uh, through a better management of traffic flows, for example, just by uh, using uh, uh, better means to regulate uh, or better organize traffic flows. And this, of course, is a combination of uh, ground-based uh, observations uh, with space-based observations. Uh, uh, also, of course, using uh, satellite communication as an important tool to communicate between the different places. So uh, there are different examples how this can be done. Uh, but we also uh, apply the principles for SDGs or uh, greenhouse gas uh, reductions uh, in our very own premises of ESA. Uh, for example, in our establishments, uh, which we have, we have implemented and we are continue to implement uh, a, a policy of uh, uh, energy saving. Uh, for example, we are installing uh, photovoltaic uh, uh, collectors uh, to produce uh, energy from uh, sunshine. Uh, we use uh, uh, heat uh, from ground-based systems. Uh, we uh, have energy saving measures in place uh, uh, and uh, our buildings, our new buildings will be constructed in a way to be very energy efficient and therefore uh, of course uh, reducing the emission of uh, greenhouse gases or increasing or improving our carbon footprint. So there are many activities which we're doing uh, to make sure that our uh, work as ESA, both as an organization but also the use of our data is uh, following uh, the Green Deal principles uh, to reduce uh, greenhouse gases uh, on our planet. Some of the uh, upcoming challenges are certainly to keep uh, not only our planet uh, uh, sustainable and manage it in a sustainable manner, uh, but uh, in particular also space. Uh, in space itself, uh, we have uh, many more satellites uh, uh, populating our orbits and therefore uh, space debris is a major problem. Uh, because we are um, getting uh, more uh, debris and uh, uh, more space junk, if I may call it this way, uh, which is polluting our orbits. And this is a, a huge challenge uh, from a technology point of view, but also from a space traffic management point of view, because our satellites are necessary to monitor crucial parameters uh, for our people. Uh, and therefore, we need to make sure that uh, the, these satellites uh, in orbit are not disturbed. Uh, and are uh, not endangered uh, through space debris, for example. There are more than 100 uh, million particles uh, at the moment flying uh, in uh, orbits where satellites are flying, uh, of a size between one millimeter and one centimeter. And of course, to monitor, to know where these space particles are, uh, of course, only possible for the larger ones, is a major work because we need to fly our satellites or we need to fly uh, maneuvers to avoid uh, collision with uh, this debris and this is a major challenge and uh, certainly a, a, an area where we will invest uh, uh, in the future to uh, keep our orbits uh, clean uh, and uh, build also satellites that allow when they deorbit that they are going out of these orbits and therefore not polluting uh, these orbits which are necessary for uh, various satellites. Space for Our Planet is a podcast produced by TimCat, with support from the United Nations Office for Outer Space Affairs. We're also supported by the European Commission, DG DEFIS, the European Space Agency, the French Space Agency, CNES, NERUS, the network of European regions using space technologies, and the Canadian NGO, GIVE.